You're not a priest. You're not a priest. You're not a priest. You're yeah. not a priest. That was, uh, that was, I think in my, I think it was in my dad's family. His, one of, one of my great uncles is a priest. Yeah. And that was, I guess, like a big thing is like. The, yeah. The Hell yeah. Son. Back in the day, get a priest in the family. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he baptized everyone in my family pretty much. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's Uncle cool. Father Bob. Did Uncle Father Bob want to spit in your mouth? Like, um, like I don't, I don't believe he did. Mary Queen of Spot, Mary Queen of Scots, <laughs> baptism of her son. And now Thankfully, we're just gonna, no. and now we're just gonna spit in Brian's mouth. Okay, just open his. Sorry, what? he had the the most deep booming voice though. It was like, <laughs> like that's how he he spoke. A, a top quality voice for priesting. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, he must have he must have had some good. I mean, I doubt he would just tell these stories, but he must have had some good exorcism stories, Brian. I bet you did. Father Uncle Bob. Is Father Mm -hmm. Uncle Bob no longer with us? He's no longer with us. He's the one, I think I might have told you the story that he was uh, a bit of a carpenter. Like he he did some carpentry stuff on the side. And one of my uncles went to go visit him. Yeah. And he pointed to this bookshelf that was in in his office. He's like, see that? Yeah. My uncle's like, yeah. He's like, that's my coffin. <laughs> Whoa, had, I think you did tell me that. Yeah, I think yeah. you did tell me that. He had yeah. made his own coffin. And then in the meantime, uh, he well, just turned it into shelves. You're just going to put pop some shelves in it. Bob's your uncle. Yeah. To, to, that would see, that's like the ultimate goth um, bookshelf. Yeah. Hell yeah. He could have made a killing, Brian. He could have made an absolute killing on the goth circuit. Just make it, he could have done all sorts. You could have made an Etsy shop called the Practical Goth. Mm, mm, mm. He'd have he'd have sold those things like hotcakes. How do you feel now? We were talking about this last night as we went to bed. I was detailing to Isabel. I keep seeing on like this this like a clickbait photograph that keeps coming up of like this bed mm-hmm. that is it's like a box, and then the mattress is about a foot to two feet below the sides of the box, right? And along the sides, when I say a box, it's like a chunky, it's got a chunky wall to it, but it is literally like a square box, right? Mm -hmm. With a sunken mattress. And I think the whole point of the clickbait is like, look at this awful bed. And I swear to God, every time I see this bed, I think, oh my God, that bed looks amazing. Like, I love the look of that bed. I was like, because I like being like enclosed, cozy, Mm -hmm. cozy, enclosed, but basically it's like sleeping in a coffin. So... I think I'd like that. So I really like it. And she was like, what the fuck? I was like, no, I think that looks amazing. It's so like whenever in a cardboard box when you're a kid. Yeah, exactly. It's exa- exactly. So whenever I see these things about like beds that are coffins, not that we were talking about beds that are coffins, but whenever you see like, you know, I don't know. Uh, like for instance, what we do in the shadows, particularly, mm-hmm. um, what's the, what's, what's, uh, Oh, I can't oh, remember his name. The, the, um, the long hair. Say, oh, the vampire. They're all fucking vampires. <laughs> oh, the vampire. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh, the one that's like the... Is he uh, called Laszlo? I want to say Laszlo. Is he called... Which one's Laszlo? That's long uh, hair, Matthew Barry. Well, Matthew Barry. It's not Laszlo. Long hair. Yeah, it's beard. the... The one oh, that's kind of like Vlad the Impaler. Yeah, type. exactly. Whenever I see his... Anyway, whenever I see his coffin slash bed, I always think, I think that looks really cozy. Yeah, it's like very upholstered and velvety. Yeah, I'd get in there. I'd, I'd sleep in there. Fuck it. Fuck it. I'll sleep in there. I'd sleep <laughs> like it. A, I'll sleep in a coffin. Yeah. Cozy coffin. Yeah. It's just a cozy enclosed bed. Anyway, 
So I yeah. just I just keep seeing this clickbait bed, and I keep thinking, oh, that looks good. Where can I get this purportedly awful bed? But anyway, that's. Just I uh, I got into a a coffin at a it was it was a Christmas party, but it was a, a Halloween themed Christmas party. Yeah, and there was a they had rented this like prop. Yeah, and it was a coffin, and I was I was a little drunk. A little and tipsy. I got, I, I got into it and uh, it immediately, uh, like the door popped off of it and I yeah. completely broke it and then I just ran away. <laughs> just ran away. Just gingerly yeah. placed the door back on and ran away. Yep. Did you ever Did you ever go to sleep no more? I never did. I the never end. wanted to because it just sounded too... Um, oh. I didn't want to be dealing with like people. I don't want to. I I don't want that kind of experience. I don't want to. I don't want to go. So anyway, everybody must know. Everybody must know what Sleep No More. But if you don't, it's like um, Macbeth. Did they do it? I don't know if they did it in London as well. They did it in New York in this big old hotel. It's dimly lit, and the actors are playing out Macbeth, but not acting. Well, they're acting it, but they're not saying the lines. But anyway, and you have like I don't know how many people in there, and you just wander around and you see the show, and they're sort of performing. It's actually awesome. Like, it's it's amazing. It's all dimly lit. It's really creepy. You go around. So there was at some point, like, we went with, with a whole, whole group of friends that come over, actually for Isabel and my wedding. So everybody was like, let's go to sleep no more. So we went to sleep no more with, with quite a few friends. But we all, you all dissipate. You all just kind of like go, wah, scurry. Mm-hmm. You're just going your own thing. And you have a few drinks beforehand. So we weren't tipsy, but you've got a couple of drinks. It's fun. There's kind of this weird energy in the place and you're running around. And at some point, I was in this really, like, like right at the back of the building there wasn't really anybody about and i'm just poking through doors having a look and one door i sort of have to jimmy open and it's a little bit and then i sort of it the door creaks open and this is a very dark room and i can just make out this sort of shape of like there's a coffin there and there's oh my god there's somebody mucking around with that coffin there sort of it's my friend peter my friend peter has got in the coffin and he's fucking around fucking around in the coffin i was like yeah that Nothing makes sense theatrical about it he just no. got into yeah. a coffin he's just it's like amazing he's Holy obviously just shit. poke poking around there by himself at night um well it's all at night we're all there but he's poking around there and he sees a coffin and who's the person that should discover him but me <laughs> the fuck are you doing in there what do you mean what am i doing i'm getting in the coffin <laughs> that's amazing getting in this bad boy that's what i'm doing i love yeah. like the potential build-up for this to be this like crazy mm. theatrical moment mm. that's been planned out but no yeah. it's just no it's my friend around it's my coffin. friend fucking around in a coffin <laughs> could have been that's anybody amazing. could have been anybody and there's like about a hundred people i would guess like running right. around there yeah i find peter yeah, I just... Pe- friend incidentally friend of the pod peter robin crowther so hopefully he's listening to this and Here's no, the, he's been named and shamed. Yeah, he's about <laughs> the coffin. Anyway. <laughs> I was going to say, I never, I had no interest in going to sleep no more because to me it sounded like um, like the most audience participation thing in the world. And it's, I was like, I don't want to do this. But the thing is in that it's like you are, they're not participating with you. Like you right. are not there to them. So that's that's its that's its real glory is that there's no audience participation. They're just doing their thing, right? And you don't have to be involved with them. It's, it was I loved it. It was awesome. People hate. I know people that who hated it, loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, I should have given it a try, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't. It's okay. I have a recurring dream. So it it was what was what I liked about it. It was kind of like this recurring dream I have. I have this dream where I'm in sort of a spooky house, spooky place, big building. 
but the lights are constantly like really dim and no matter mm. what you do with the light switches i can never get the light to come up so it's like in this sort of half light creepy building i have this recurring dream about that and that's all of sleep no more because it's all like half lit mm. really weird like dim lighting anyway i don't have anywhere to go with that i'm just saying that's what it was <laughs> it was like oh this is this is like my dream oh <laughs> or or a nightmare who knows or a nightmare or a nightmare um, yeah, for some reason, I heard stories of people like they sounded like they were interacting with the people. And mm. that's what freaks me out. Like, Actually, there were. Inter- Wait a minute. You know what? I'm talking total bullshit because then, of course, what else should Peter Robin get up to? He claims. Now, this is noted childhood liar, Peter Robin. I think also we've, claims, we've talked about that. Yeah. We've talked about him and his famous lies. Um, now, he swears that this is true. So I'm going to go with him because he's a changed man and he's grown up. But all I'm saying is it could be nonsense. But Yes, there is interactions because he claims that he was taken into a closet and like, I think he was tied to a chair or they like, he sat in a chair and they tied his hands. There was something about a chair or maybe, no, I think they can't have tied his chair. That would surely be illegal, but they blindfolded him. I think he was blindfolded and given a drink of something by somebody, something like that. Listen. Peter Robert Crowther, get in touch with us. You've got the Twitter handle. Let us know what happened to you. Yeah, I heard Let someone like someone getting you. led somewhere, and mm. I think it might have been the same thing. I think it might have been. Yeah, they he got was led definitely somewhere, and he was led somewhere. Def- there was definitely leading going on. Yeah, yeah. Mm. He loved it. He thought that was. He was very pleased by getting. He felt special. He mm. felt special. See, I'd be just like, well, I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to be the one. Nah. <laughs> nah. No, thank you. No, thank you, sir. No. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah. Anyway. I'm digressing. Anyway, welcome to Oh Wow Ghosts, a podcast about ghosts sometimes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Brian, have you had a good old read through the 14 times? I did. I uh, I thought this week we'd give uh, give pigs their their uh, their time in the sun. Yeah. I tried Big to have a... on pigs. So my previous research was on pigs. I'm a little rusty on pigs, so maybe we'll get... I've got I've got my notes on pigs, but I was trying to have a read of it this morning, but a grumpy two year old would not let me because on previous oh. pages, well, we I've got two copies, and in the previous copy there was a picture of a shark with a swordfish stuck through its head. It's a drawing. Wow. It's not a, it's not a photograph. It's a, oh, it's okay. a sort of a comicy drawing. So two year old was fixated on this picture of a shark and would not allow me, <laughs> and I stress the word allow to read mm. any other section of any fourteen times this morning so unfortunately i was trying to recap i did read a pretty juicy story about the ghost of prince uh prince arthur well he must have been a prince at some point mm. king arthur brian anyway we can save that for another time because you're right it's got to be about the pigs um i think we should hear i want to hear a little bit about the swordfish thing too it sounds like you're well versed oh it's pretty well. good yeah yeah no we've read all about the swordfish we'll, we'll get to the swordfish don't you worry okay. about that that was a quality story but has there been any paranormal incidents in your house this week, Brian? Sadly, no. Maybe yeah. some creaks, but that's about no. it. I uh, we're. I think I mentioned the other day we're getting the windows replaced, so maybe that'll let yes. some ghosts in as they're as the windows are getting replaced. Yep, 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 yep. That seems. But promising. other than that, I've got some. I would say it seems. It seems promising. Um, now there hasn't been any ghostly activity that I can think of this week. I feel like there was. I always feel like there's something going on. 
mm-hmm. but I don't think I don't think there's been any ghosty poos in the house. There's been no, we we never find out what there's been no more ectoplasm in the freezer slash fridge. So mm. that's that's good. That's promising. Um, you know, the haunting of the fridge seems to have stopped. Um, Maybe yeah, you you just have acknowledged it, and now it makes whatever exactly. it will stop. You know exactly. You're probably you acknowledge right. it, and then it ceases to be. Yep. Um, Usually it's the opposite there, isn't it? Yeah. You acknowledge it and then it stays. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. You've acknowledged it. It hath, it hath become reality, Brian. Mm-hmm. I asked Paula, too, if she had any ghostly experiences. Nope. Nope. <laughs> has, Paula got any, has, Paula, has Paula got any good previous ghost stories? She got any good ghost stories knocking around there that we can... I don't we think can... she did. You know, I'll I'll have to I'll pick her brain, but I don't I don't think she does. I don't no. think she really does. No, it's oh. a damn shame. I thought of another ghost story. I thought of another, and I've now since forgotten it. This is a problem with my early onset dementia. Is that I I remember things, then I just forget them. But I did have a thought, Brian. I mm. was thinking about the movie Alien this oh. week. Oh, and I was thinking, do you think now? There's, there's, there's logic to this. I'm going to pose the question, then I'm going to go into the, the working, the logic of this thought. Sure. Do you think in Alien, they are drinking artisanal craft beer, Brian? Like when they're um, sitting around you know, the table there? You know, when they're sitting around the table, let's like, like pre-Alien emerging from John Hurt's chest, right? Mm-hmm. They're all having a good time. Yay, yay, yay. Do you think, what beer do you think they're drinking? Do you think they're drinking because, now listen, go with this, because it's the 70s. So the vibe, well, it's not the 70s. The movie is from the 70s. It's obviously set in the deep future. So you would think from looking at the grain of it, they're drinking like Bud Light or something. They're drinking Coors, Labatt's maybe, Mm -hmm. okay? But seeing the way the world is moving, certainly in the United States, Mm -hmm. I can't talk so much to Britain. I think in Britain, it's all about craft beers, right? Nobody's drinking. Who? Okay, there's a few people that are drinking Mr. Tom next door, for instance, is a big mm. fan of Bud Light. I can't help but notice from his recycling. Okay, sure. But you poking around in there, poke, I, I like to have a poke around. Every, all our neighbors recycling, just to make sure there's nothing mm-hmm. you know, unsavory going on. Sure. So, but basically, the way it's going, from what I can see, the, the more time that elapses, the more the more craft beer. It's more about mm. independent. High quality craft beers, Brian. Okay. Hmm. So surely by the year. So what year do we think? Well, Prometheus is like 2072 or something, right? So Alien is quite a bit on from that. Yeah. I can't remember what year it is. I'll have to look it up. But it is. It's like it's got to be close to 100 years. Well, now only 80 years, I guess, in the future. I think it's. From us or from Prometheus? Oh, well, because the, there is overlap. There is overlap. Um, okay, but it must be how like many years though. But it must be a, there must be a there must be a few years in between, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So what do we think? I think yes. I think they must have some sort of selection of craft beers. Maybe maybe even a maybe even a alcoholic kombucha, Brian. I don't oh my know. God, you that's think? you know that never passed my my mind uh, in watching that. But I, to be honest, I always assumed it was like a real. Because they're, they're just, you know, some rough and tumble kind of working class mm. people on that ship on the um, the Nostromo. Yeah, yeah, the um, Nostromo. It could, you know, it really could be. I always assumed it was like a Miller Lite. That's what I assumed. Yeah. 
Yeah. Or maybe, because, uh, maybe, especially because uh, it's the Wayland Utani company. They're, they're, I don't think they're spending all that much on their employees. They're all about efficiency. What's, what's the champagne of beers, Brian? Uh, Miller High Life. Miller High Life. Maybe Miller High Life. That's what I Could was always Miller feeling. Um, I've, I've maybe said this before, but I'll say it again. And this is, this is especially in these days of craft beers and, mm-hmm. and frankly, judgment, Brian. The most I have ever enjoyed a beer was a Miller High Life. It's the be- It's the most really? I've enjoyed a beer. Let me, and don't judge me. Let me tell you why. No judgment. So when we were in New York, oh, I, I'm trying to think what year it was. Do you remember that like insanely hot summer? There was, it was, I would guess, I'd guess I would put it maybe 2011, 2010, maybe 2012. I can't remember what, I don't think it was 2012 because we got married in 2012. I'm going to say like 2011 maybe. There was, but you remember there was like a ridiculously hot summer. Like, I think so. It was a summer where one day I went out onto the street and it was literally like when you open the oven and like this poof of hot hair just mm. hits your face, but much more so than usual. So in centigrade, it was 44 degrees centigrade, which is insane. So that that's over 100. Let's just, let's do the math. Okay, some on this. Seriously just, cooked garbage. That's yeah, well some done real, garbage. yeah, like, Basically, the panini of garbage. Um, yeah. <laughs> let me see. The Let's pavement kind of is a garbage 44. panini press. Oh, yeah. It really is. 44. Let's put degree centigrade to Fahrenheit. So that's a, we're looking at 111, Brian. 111 Damn. degrees I don't Fahrenheit. Know. I think maybe I wasn't living in New York at that point, it, though. It was, it was intense. And for some reason, I went to meet some friends in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. took the subway, and had and had like about a fifteen minute walk from the subway to the bar. I was meeting some friends at, and it was so fucking hot, like insanely hot. And I got to the bar, and I was just done, donezos. Went into the bar, and like some sort of classic Western barkeep beer. He gets out of the ice box, and it was literally like, just give me any fucking beer, just a beer. He puts down an ice cold. Miller High Life, Brian. And it's mm. it's even got the ice crystals in it. And that bad boy, I just... <whistles> was just down in, down in one, Brian. Down in one. And it is it is the most I have ever enjoyed a beer. It was, it was like manna from heaven, Brian. It just hit the, hit the spot of that dry old throat, Brian. It mm. was delicious. And, and I think that was the key, that it was sort of a pissy low quality beer with yeah. a high water content. It, but it was ice cold. It had the beer... Oh, Brian, it was heaven. Heaven. Oof. We used to like we used to get a high life a decent amount when we were in college, like my mm. friends and I. Yeah. Um, definitely very it's very refreshing. It's, it's refreshing. kinda like a corona. It's kinda like exactly, a corona. Exactly, exactly, exactly. That's the like champ- one of those su- summer Brian, beers. It's not called the champagne of beers for nothing, okay? It's true. Those people in it's I'm also gonna dirt, say dirt cheap. It's also dirt cheap. Just like real champagne. Um those folks in I'm gonna say Michigan. They know, they know what they're talking Miller, about. Miller, yeah, where is Miller? Michigan? Illinois, Michigan, something like that. <laughs> anyway, listen, Milwaukee, maybe must be Milwaukee, no, surely. Something like that. <laughs> anyway, I have no idea why I'm talking about Miller High Life. So there we go. Oh, the Nostromo, the beers, there? craft the beers. beers on the Nostromo. So. Your, my head says, my my heart says no. But when I think about it logically, the way beer mm-hmm. is moving. 
And you've got to be thinking, just because they're working class doesn't mean they can't enjoy a nice artisanal craft beer, Brian. That's true. That's true. Especially I think 100... it's more so the the it's what's provided to them by the company. Yeah. By Whale because Whalen Utani's like pretty they're pretty stingy. They even are, are yeah. willing to say Fuck it! We, we the the main point of this mission. We need to get this alien back here. Yeah, fuck you the guys. Crew. Ugh, fuck the crew. Makes fucking Bilbo go crazy. Mm. It all comes back. Yeah. <laughs> back to Lord of the Rings. It all goes comes back to Lord of the Rings, Brian. Because that's right. That part you're now, you're now listening to the feathered cap. <laughs> Pop on your feathered caps and <laughs> get ready to hop down the hobbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the feathered cat. You know that that scene where uh, what is this? I always forget his Ian Ian Holm. What's his name? Ian Holm. Ian Holm. Ian Holm. Where he jams the magazine, tries yeah. to jam it in her, in her mouth. It's very yes. strange. It's very it's like strange. He's losing isn't his it? mind. He's I, just it losing always, his. It feels like very uh, ad libbed in a way. That scene. It's very weird. It does. It's very weird. It's very disturbing. I like it. I like it. It makes me feel strange things, and I like it. Um, not not sexy things, Brian. Just unsettled, okay? Unsettling things. Jeez Louise. Um, Ian Holm, fun fact about Ian Holm, he was like a really big theater actor, and then he had he had like a complete breakdown on stage. Oh, wow. I think due to stage fright, and just never, never got on stage. I don't think he ever got on stage again. He maybe got like on stage again as an old man, but I don't think he did. Like he just had like a mega... Wow. Mega breakdown. I never heard that before. That's yep. crazy. Yeah, total mega stage fright. And here we go. We're bringing this back to Ghost Brand. And you know the other great, the famous stage fright? It's only your man who's Daniel Day-Lewis. Do you know the Daniel Day-Lewis mm. story? No. That he was on stage. Daniel Day-Lewis was playing Hamlet. And at the point at which Hamlet sees the ghost of his father, Daniel Day-Lewis saw the ghost of his own father collapsed on stage Never got on stage again. Holy shit. Yeah. That's a great ghost story. That's a quality ghost story. That's it's so bizarre to how that would fit into the the, the trajectory. If that's gonna happen to anyone, it's gonna happen to Daniel Day Lewis. It's gonna it's gonna happen to Day Lewis. It really is. So entwined in his roles, you know, the reality yeah. of these roles. He would see he, the ghost you think of his he just own method acted so hard that he saw his own dead dad. For the purposes of this podcast, Brian, no, I don't. I think it was a ghost. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're it's right. definitely it was a 100%, 100%, 100% a ghost. Okay, Damn, that, that's a great story. It's a quality story. I love that. If you're gonna, if you're gonna get, you, if you're gonna stop acting on stage, my word, let it be for something like that. What a story. Do you think it's? Do you think maybe from that moment? He realized, like, oh, I'm a good actor, but I got I get stage fright too much. The only way, <clears throat> the only way that I continue can continue acting is if I convince myself that I'm not acting, and that was the onus of him being a method actor. Exactly. Yes. 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 Could be. You know, he became a. Do you know the little thing of him like becoming a cobbler? I don't think oh, it was for yeah. Phantom Thread. It was for some move. Something I can't remember what it was. Just went to Rome, studied cobbling, became a cobbler. I just started to... I was a very big fan of um, Last of the Mohicans. Mm. you seen Last of the Mohicans? I've never seen that one. Actually, I've never seen that one. Quality end. Quality end to the film. Picks up strongly. 
there's a lot of running around shooting and i was just reading yeah that he learned how to like hunt whilst running and shooting whilst running that's all i've got but anyway there we go wild yeah, he, cray just, cray. he goes all in he goes all in we were just flipping in. we were flipping through some movies actually we we were flipping by uh uh, in the name of the Father, which mm-hmm. I haven't seen either, but we were looking for a movie to watch. That's a fun. That's a that's a that's a, <laughs> that's a fun little light, light little movie for for a Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, um, we were flipping through movies. Try. We were going to watch like a movie on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, and Paula's sister. Were you specifically was, looking for the theme of Irish oppression? An Irish movie. <laughs> could just pop on like we were flipping through all the movies like all these movies are so depressing yeah Um, yeah yeah like uh what's the other one the wind that shakes the barley there's the other one that's just it's i haven't seen it but i really want to see it but yeah i'm guessing it's it's a good movie but i can't say i would suggest watching it (laughs) because it's just i've been so depressing i I hear tell there's some sort of torture scene with nails involved something about nails Yeah, yeah 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 some really good sound design in there yeah. Um, but we're we're flipping through movies and um, for for St. Patrick's Day we're like let's watch mm-hmm. watch a movie and uh, Paula's sister suggested uh, the Full Monty she's like oh yeah this movie in Ireland and they turn it on <laughs> I'm like what the fuck they're in what is, like Sheffield or something it's Sheffield yeah it's Sheffield <laughs> yeah it's not even vaguely when it comes Ireland. on and she's like oh no she's been she's she's mistaken. She's gravely mistaken. Brian, you know what <laughs> you should have watched? Mistaken. I can't believe you didn't watch Leprechaun. I suggested Leprechaun. I suggested it. That's an old, that's that's an old, that's that's an open goal, Brian. I remember anyway, kids talking about that movie when I was in like first grade and like it scared the hell out of me. And mm, I remember mm. this is such a weird thought, but there was like this um in my first grade classroom there was like the spot where the um, like the AC unit would be, but yeah. it was like covered with like a bag or something, like a no. like a garbage bag, <laughs> while there was no AC unit in there, and it would sort of like move slightly. And oh, I remember thinking gosh. myself, I know who's in Leprechaun there. is in there. <laughs> <laughs> he's in there. Yeah. You know he's fucking in there, guys. Fucking Leprechaun. Yeah, Keith Keith Vargas told me uh, about <laughs> Leprechaun, and then he, I was oh, like, Keith, no, yeah, no. Nope, nope, can't deal with this. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So instead you watched noted Irish movie, The Full Monty. Now did <laughs> the you Full begin? Monty. <laughs> Famously Irish, oh, The Full man. Monty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did you watch the whole of The Full Monty? Did you just say, oh, we fuck did. it, it's not Irish, yeah, but you watched did. it? We just okay. watched it. it was Fair fine. play. It was good. Fair play. <laughs> I'd never seen it before, so. There you go. <laughs> Fair enough. Perfect for St. Patrick's We just went, went with it, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Fuck it. This is the Why hand not? that we've been dealt. Let's just yeah. go with this. We've been dealt the full Monty. Brian, or you could have just gone back and rewatched the, the full Ghost Adventures Irish Spectacular. See, there's a fucking idea, and I should have suggested that. I think that could have gone over very well. Yeah. 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 And then I would have gotten to watch Ghost Adventures, which yeah, I haven't done more- in a bit. No. I think we should, we, should, we should get back on a little ghost adventures trail because yeah. I haven't watched one. I'm I'm jonesing for an episode here. Oh yeah. Jonesing for old Zacky. For old Zacky. Zacky claiming everything's a demon. Yeah. Now I was listening to a ghost podcast in my desperation to drum up some activity in the household. I was listening to one of my 
ghost podcasts. Mm-hmm. And in it, one of the presenters was saying he thinks Zach is responsible for some damage. And I'll tell you for why, Brian, because Zach, and I haven't really seen, I haven't seen enough Ghost Adventures, but you'll, you'll be more down with this, I'm sure. He's apparently very big on challenging the demons, Brian. Yeah. Because somebody sent in a story of a suspected demon encounter where they challenged the demon, Brian. And let me tell you, it didn't go down well. Demon was not impressed by this challenge. And the presenter of the Ghost podcast said, I blame Zach Bagans for this. I think he's a little laissez-faire with his challenging and letting people think it's okay to just challenge demons. So, guys and girls, if you're listening, you meet, you have an encounter with a demon, don't challenge it. You don't, don't need challenge to. a demon. Don't challenge a demon. It's a demon. It's insane that we have to tell people that, huh? Yeah, I know. We've got to this... In 2021. We've got to this 2021, we still have to tell people don't challenge a demon. Just What's don't gone? do it. Don't What's do wrong it. with don't the do world, Zach Brian? Do. Don't listen to Zach Bagans. Don't. The man's, the man's got a haunted museum, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> um, speaking of demons, that's actually a good transition to pigs. Yes. Um, <clears throat> the pigs here. Uh, huge, huge section in 40 and yeah, Times about pigs. Very big section. Very big section about pigs. Um, Starting off with some interesting points about biblical demon pigs, I felt. Yeah. That's, that's the thing I wanted to lead with, too, just because... Mm-hmm. That's the part I didn't really know. There's a biblical story. This is sort of, I guess, where most of the demon and yeah. uh, paranormal association that pigs get is from yeah. this biblical story. I'll be honest. I didn't know that there was a lot of paranormal association with pigs previous to reading this. But there you go. I always think of like, uh, I think of like demon and devil stuff with pigs. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I think I not think... so much ghost pigs, but. Demon and devil pigs? Yeah. Kind of like um, almost. You know, like um, in The Witch, like Black Phillip. I sort of like associate... And like the cloven hoof thing, you know? Right, he's a goat. He's a goat. But like that sort, that same sort of like this animal, this cloven hoofed animal, you know? Sure, sure. Snuffling around for truffles. Or like people with a pig's head or like a, a pig that's sacrificed. Feels like a demon thing to me, you know? Sure, sure. I pig's agree. heads on spikes. Oh, pig's heads on spikes. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, I'll go with it. I'm with you. But I just I just wasn't really... It wasn't something that had gone into the old consciousness. Goats, yes. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why it's goats. It's that eye. It's the old goat's yeah. eye. Oh, the... So, oof. Sort of devilish eye they have. Yeah. And plus, um, they'll eat literally anything. So that's kind of spooky. Tin cans, even. Tin cans. Just like that shark in Jaws. Remember when they cut that shark open? And there's a number plate in there. There's a license plate. Mm-hmm. What the hell was that shark doing, Brian? I remember thinking that when I was about seven. What? It Chasing ate a car. <laughs> it ate a car? What was that car doing? What was the car? Do- yeah. One, what was the shark doing? And even mm-hmm. more than that, what was the car doing? Worst, spookiest moment for me in that entire movie. What's your best spooky moment from Jaws? What's the bit that, is there any, from is Jaws? there a moment? Because there's a moment that is seared into my head. Hmm. Are there any moments that are seared into your head? Well, there's actually two things. One, I always find very unsettling when those two old fishermen go out onto like the pier or like the jetty and they have like the world's biggest hook and he puts a turkey on it. Bah! They get a chain and a turkey. I never liked that hook, Brian. It was too big. <laughs> Didn't like hook. that. Didn't like that hook going <laughs> into the, the turkey. That's the part that stood out. That's one part. And the other part, obviously like there's the whole thing mm-hmm. of like people getting eaten by the shark. Sure. That's unsettling and nobody likes that. 
But for some reason, that hook going in the turkey, it seemed a bit much to me. And also, when he dives down, when old Richard Dreyfus dives down and we find the boat, and I can't remember his name, but they keep saying his name, and there's a hole in the side of the boat, and it's sunk. And he taps it, and the head falls out with one eye. And I do remember thinking as well, so the shark's bitten off his head, but then it's individually eaten his eye. Like what's going on? And now looking back at him, like, I don't think that's what they're saying. But at the time, I remember thinking that it's eaten his body mm-hmm. and also the eye. <laughs> Strange. What a tasty morsel. Tasty morsel. Also, it does make me think that I saw Jaws when I was far too young to see Jaws. Um, yeah. Anyway, there we go. I don't know I'd what the, the hell I'm talking about, but <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'd say the part where the person's being like dragged around. Because it's like you're Terrible. dead, but you, you're already dead, but you're alive. And yeah, it's, that's you're alive. horrible. That's horrible just, to me. Just get it over with, would you? Yeah, just Mr. fucking shark. end me, shark. Yeah. Oh, shark. Um, anyway. Pigs. You know pigs. what I just, what popped into my head too is like the, the pig head and like the boar thing mm. in Lord of the Flies. Mm. It makes me oh, think yeah. like Big time. Bub. Like yeah, pigs, that. Demons. Yeah. That sort of yeah. association. I think that's probably one of the... If anything, one of the first things or like the, the thing that's stuck in my head as to why I make the association. The pig's head and also Piggy. Poor old Piggy. Mm-hmm. Piggy. Poor old Piggy getting that rock dropped on his head, Brian. Yeah. It's popped. That really disturbed me as well. That yeah, really that, disturbed that me. That freaked me the heck out. Yeah. Um, but this this biblical story, apparently, yeah. uh, our, our Lord and Savior himself, Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yep. 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 Testify. Met, he meets up with a uh, a possessed man, mm-hmm. and he asks the demon. He 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 figures out that this guy's uh, inundated with demons. Yeah. Smothered. The way that in you them. yeah smothered in demons, and he the way you, you get rid of them is you you have to ask them their name, which I think I remember Zachy B doing. I think he tries so. Tries to get the demon's name. Yep. Yep. Maybe this is where. He oh. Read it. Oh, I'm just like yo. Well, so what's your name? Like, oh. So, like, do you come Jeffy here a lot? <laughs> do you come here a lot? Like, what? Um, why don't I take your number? So, there's, that's um, the other thing. You got to like, get the demon's what, number. What what name do I put with? Just no, nothing. <laughs> they don't like giving out their names, Brian. They don't. No, they don't. But this this demon apparently did. Yeah. And the and Jesus gets the the demon the guy at least to, or the demons in him to say uh that their name is legion for they are many and I then I thought you were going to say I thought you were going to say Lee the Lee demon said his name was Lee <laughs> My name is Lee I'm Lee uh sorry legion <laughs> um so he gets the demons to say their name legion mm-hmm. for they are many <clears throat> the demons are cast out of him and pretty much go into a, a horde of pigs that yes, all this drown is bringing, themselves. It's bringing it back. There's some fucked up stuff in the Bible, huh? That's, That's some pretty fucked, up, fucked stuff. up story. But again, are the demons drowning the pigs or is, is, is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ drowning the pigs there? I think it's like the, the, the pigs are so driven. They're completely driven mad by being... Yeah. Um, possessed that they just run yeah. into the sea and they just run and is that getting rid is that getting rid of the demons or is that just like demon just i think it's just this demon is chaos just demon chaos yeah. just the demons just kind of just having a hoot nanny over there just you know yeah. 
It's yeah. sort of like, well, okay. well, Jesus, you got me out of this guy, but I'm going to drown a bunch of pigs. You see those pigs over there? I'm gonna fucking drown them. <laughs> I'm going to fucking How'd you drown like them. That? How'd you like them apples? Also, why are there so many pigs around in Judea? Are they using the pigs for something else? Because they're not eating those pigs, Brian. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, they must... Yeah, I was going to say... Who's they, eating they the pigs? Like roaming pigs, like hordes of pigs. Maybe there's just... Or there's just so many pigs because nobody's eating them. Is that what's oh, going on? A, there's a good point. Yeah, no one's eating the pigs. Were the Romans eating the pigs? Could Even Romans the, have been yeah. eating the pigs? Probably. I feel like Probably I feel like Romans. I associate Romans and, and eating a bunch of pigs, right? A boar, roast boar. Yeah. yeah. And also, what is it? Yeah. It's uh, there was like a big issue with pigs with wild boars in the United States because mm. they have a very low um, gestation period. Yeah. So. You it, pretty much like it, it's one of those things where if you try to like get rid of them, you have to get rid of every single pig. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. if there's just two pigs, they'll they'll be fifty pigs in yeah. like you know yeah. a year. Yeah. I once accidentally came across a slight clickbait video, and I don't know why I watched it, but I did, Brian, because I think more out of just like what the fuck is this? <laughs> People in like Texas who they will pay to go up in a helicopter. And they just then fly around looking for, what would you call them, a squadron of pigs. Mm-hmm. And they just basically machine gun the pigs. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was like, there was like this whole gun debate that it, it, it sparked, all this this pig stuff sparked from a gun, gun control mm-hmm. debate. Mm-hmm. Because this guy like in a forum was like, well, if I can't have my guns, what am I, how am I going to, machine gun the pigs and then how will like, i machine gun the pigs the, the he said like the 50 to 60 pigs that that roam in my backyard how am i going to get rid of them if i don't how have I a gonna, gun how would i machine gun them brian those pigs are not going to machine gun themselves mm-hmm. you know i wish i could not every, the, the exact quote was amazing hold on i gotta find not it. everybody has access to the lord and savior jesus christ who can smoke the pigs <laughs> what was the quote feral 30 to 50 feral hogs yeah Feral hogs. Are those the same hogs that was to be seen running around the, the like the streets of that of that town? The feral hogs that took over a town for a while. Oh yeah, and they just like terrorized people, right? Yeah, yeah, they're total douchebags. Uh, okay, yeah, this is the tweet was the initial tweet was, uh, if you're on here arguing the de- definition of assault weapon today, you're part of the problem. You know what an assault weapon is, and you don't need one. And then to, to which Willie McNabb responded, legit question for rural Americans. How do I kill the 30 to 50 feral hogs that run into my yard within three to five minutes while my small kids play? Legit it's question. L- legit question. <laughs> now, legit question back to him. Is he saying with his machine gun, he is killing 30 to 50 feral pigs in his backyard? That's what I, I take from that. He's saying... How else would he kill them? So that's, he must have killed 30 to 50. So his kids are playing in their backyard. The 30 to 50 feral pigs run into the backyard. Quick as a flash, he grabs his assault rifle and he just shoots all 30 to 50 pigs. So his children are there witnessing the slaughter of 30 to 50 pigs. Also, those pigs are big. Like how big is that mountain of pigs? What's he doing with the corpses of those pigs? Okay. If you, If he's worried about safety, it's like... The he's creating a battle, a like a, a battle zone, a war zone. Rather. Yeah, it's a war zone. It's it's not safe regardless. I don't think yeah. if you're battling pigs, 
Yeah. You probably shouldn't be your kids, kids around regardless. Your kids shouldn't be out there. Just shouldn't, Brian. Oh, that's a whole can of worms. Pigs, Pigs eh? But um, my brother once, when my parents lived in rural France, he took the dog out for a walk and it was in winter and he, and he, there, there's a, there's a hunt. There's like a local hunt around there. Um, and he could sort of hear the sounds of the hunt. And then at the bottom of the field, he sort of heard this sort of loud rustling scraping sound. And then suddenly there was a gigantic boar jumped over a fence and ran right in front of him. Like a huge boar. They get huge. Huge. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This pig was like, fuck it out. Like a big thing with hunting boar is like you hunt them with a pistol. Like a high caliber yeah. pistol, I guess. What the fuck? I don't understand why, but apparently that's a thing. Why would, why would that be a thing? I don't know. For sport, who knows? I don't fucking knows? know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. Pigs, man. Pigs. Um, anyway, the phantom so pigs. Phantom pigs. See, there's a lot in here about demon pigs, but there's also yeah. a lot about ghost pigs, which I never really yes. heard of. I mostly just associate pigs and demons, like I was saying, but... Seemingly a lot of instances of ghost pigs. Now, I've got, I've got just, there's a bunch of stories. People are seeing pigs. There's a story, a woman uh, is walking down the road and this guy sees her from far away and there's just this pig following her and then she shows up and he's like, oh, I saw you brought the pig. She's like, what pig? It was a ghost pig. Apparently. It's a ghost pig. The big revelation from this story as well is the house with the Amityville horror Mm-hmm. was said was haunted by was haunted by a phantom pig with glowing wait is that the, yeah this is the same one a phantom a phantom pig with glowing red eyes staring in at the window and leaving giant tracks in the snow Brian mm. the couple of the Amityville Horror House I've never seen the Amityville Horror um have you um I think I've seen I think I saw one of the remakes of it I don't think I've seen mm. the original mm. This is great. So, uh, for anyone unfamiliar with this grand uh, Guignol, I don't even know what that word is. There we go. I'm dyslexic. Give me a break. It was the story of George and Kathleen Lutz, Kathleen Lutz and their three children who were driven out of this house of horrors in January 1976 after just 28 days in residence. According to the best-selling The Amityville Horror by Jay Anson, in their brief occupation, the Lutz family suffered ghostly voices, symptoms of possession, swarms of flies, slime oozing from the walls, and a variety of physical incidents and demonic apparitions. A highlight was a phantom pig with with glowing red eyes staring in the window, leaving giant tracks in the snow. Okie dokes. Um, So my, this is is my issue here. Yeah. And I don't mean to detract from pigs or take anything away from pigs. Yep, 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 yep. But <clears throat> here's a here's a theory. Yeah. You see like a little small quadruped ghost kind of darting yeah. around. What are you thinking yeah. it is? Small quadruped ghost? What am I thinking it is? Yeah, what, what do you think? Dog. Dog or a cat, something like that. Yeah. Now let's say it's like a little bit bigger. What are you going to think it is? Let's have a think about this. Not just a big dog. How big well, are we that's talking? The thing. I think small bear. I go bear. small bear before pig. Yeah, exactly. And I think the thing is here. I think the only reason people are thinking these ghosts are pigs is that they're mm. just they're trying to fill a gap in their head. They're like, "What is this mm. thing? Mm. Mm. It's it's mm. on four four legs. Yeah. Uh, 
It's not a dog. It's too big to be a dog. Uh, this is true. There's uh, nothing really. Nothing. Fill, it's a pig. It's got to be a pig. Nothing fills that between because really, I mean, I'm seeing a small bear, but really, it's not. A, I'm not. The, I mean, it's between a. It's going to be like a maybe like a a Saint Bernard mm-hmm. and a bear. Yeah. Right. I think that the reason people maybe think it's, it's nothing. A pig is that it just it's it's a snap. It's the only it, thing that can fit, fit in that size. Sort of, yeah. It's the only thing yeah. that could. You know, it could just, and, and, and to be honest, I mean, what I think is more likely that it's just a general homunculus, a could demonic be. homunculus, you know, mm-hmm. that's what I would think before I went pig. If I'm, if I'm totally honest with you, you know? Yeah. I think I'm sort of like imagining in people's heads, you know, that, that toy where you pull the thing, mm. pull the string and it spins yeah. around. It's like the dog says, yes, Oof. it's pretty much that. like that's in people's heads. Mm. They see this mm. thing. Spins around, lands on pig. Lands on pig. Pig? Could it be a pig? I guess it could. I guess it pig? could be a pig. Um, and at the very end of this story, I really enjoyed... Um, it says, Finally, one may note the traditional belief in ghosts manifesting at Christmas, held in Britain and Scandinavia. In Swedish folklore, walking out at Christmas might induce spectral encounters, some carrying a prophetic meaning. One particularly feared seasonal specter is called the Glossen, which takes the form of a terrible ghost pig. Appearing near churchyards and on roads over Christmas time, it is considered dangerous to encounter, Brian. They got a little illustration of this thing. It looks pretty scary. I wouldn't want to fuck around with that pig. Terrifying. It has got it appears to have sort of smoke coming out of its eyes it's got spines it's got like porcupine spines it's porcupine spines it's a bad mf brian i wouldn't want to meet i wouldn't meet the gloss no i feel like the idea of getting gored by a boar or a pig is just awful oh, awful right awful i feel and like you know they're, why they're pretty bad like that like that's like one of those things that's like they'll do it they you don't really think th- of a pig being dangerous but then no like these motherfuckers can be big man big and they have big teeth can you imagine can you imagine what the breath of a wild boar must smell like awful brian so not only are you being gored you're also thinking oh jesus its breath is terrible that's what i would think you know what you know what like induced that dread of getting gored for me is the um uh what's the show i just totally blanked out great story brian uh, <laughs> um, Let's think, Brian. The Sopranos. The Sopranos, where Tony Soprano gets gored by a pig. Doesn't he? It's like, hey, I'm nice. walking here, and then the pig yeah. gores him. Um, yeah. Fucking medieval show. <laughs> Lord, it's not Lord of the Cat file. <laughs> um, I don't know, Brian. Story of. Uh, not Lord. Oh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. <laughs> Jesus Christ. My yeah. brain is totally broken, hundred yeah. percent broken. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. what's his yeah. name? Robert Baratheon, right? Gets gored by fucking pig. Brian, I've got to be honest. I watched four episodes of Game of Thrones and never watched any more. Just wasn't okay. for me. I'm well, not they judging. They show a pretty, pretty <laughs> horrific gore wound. So somebody um, called Robert Baratheon. <laughs> <laughs> right. We should just we should stick to uh, stick to the Lord of the Rings. Um, no, but I want to know about this goring. So he gets gored. Now, is it yeah. now? Does somebody set a pig on him, or is he just walking in the woods one day and he gets gored? How does it He's break down? What's the hunt. story? He's mm-hmm. on a hunt, 
And what ends up happening is someone actually gets him a little drunk before Uh-oh. knowing that he'll mm-hmm. be a little bit, be a little bit too overzealous. And then he yeah. ends up getting gored. But it's like similar to like what we're saying with the shark, it's like you're already dead. It's like he's it gored. It doesn't kill you immediately, but it's like they they hit like a big artery or something. Then you just, oh. you just bleed out. It's a, uh. The pig's loving it. The, the pig's pig. loving it. They killed the pig though. Too pig was dead already. Oh no! Did no you won. ever? Did you ever Everyone see what loses. was it? What was the the one of those Silence of the Lambs movies, but the later ones. Did you ever see the one oh, with yeah with uh, what's he called? Oh, this is a great podcast. We can't remember the name of shows, <laughs> actors, characters. Red uh, Dragon is that that one? Is it Red Dragon? Where it's it's um, your man? Oh fucking hell! I want to say Gary Sprake. It's not Gary Sprake. He it's, played uh, for Leeds in the seventies. Um, it's Gary Gary Oldman. What's he called? Gary Oldman plays like an old like weirdly fucked up like crippled guy he's been like burnt in a fire or some shit anyway he's like an evil mastermind but in the end he ends up getting eaten alive by a pig by his own pigs his own pigs yeah. i just remember them the sound of them crunching into his head because the whole thing is that he he made these pigs so he could feed hannibal uh hannibal lecter to them yeah ends up backfiring he gets eaten by the pig backfires horribly he ends up with egg all over his face brian yeah and he and his faces are pretty fucked to begin with his face was fucked you know yeah some i think that's like his whole origin thing too is that hannibal did something to him did he eat his face did he eat his face or something is that why his face is all fucked up i'll say yeah i don't remember but i'll say yeah i don't remember yeah i remember that that movie was gruesome yeah, it was gruesome. He eats Ray Liotta's brain while Ray Liotta's... He feeds Ray Liotta's brain to Ray Liotta while he's still alive Yeah, and drugged. That was pretty intense. And then there's the scene with the... Do you remember this? Oh, God, this is so awful. With the... The the guy gets hung and he disembowels him too. It's it is disgusting. Yeah, that means he like hangs the, the fuck guy, was, he falls yeah. out the window in his guts. It was like that yeah. movie was so gnarly. It seemed a bit. It seemed a bit much. It was so over the top. Yeah. It was yeah, weird. and it wasn't very good. It wasn't like oh, this is no. Oh, it's like no. Yeah, that movie was. Mm. I've got. I, I can stomach most stuff, but that was just like oh god, Oof. why, Oof. why? Oof. My mother-in-law would say, "No, no, es un exceso, es un exceso, Nicolás." <laughs> I would say it's an, it's an excess, Brian. It is. Mm. It's un exceso. Anyway, pigs. I guess pigs. We, we got Fucking a lot of pigs, pig talk. man. In. That was a lot of pigs. Yeah. Was there any more fun ghost pig incidents from there that we could just... Oh, wait, let me see. Other reports seeing a strange snowy white shape, too large for a cat. Here we go. More the size of a terrier with a fluffy coat. That doesn't sound like a pig. Sightings of this and other entities with glowing eyes stalked the area. What is the area? See, I've jumped straight in. I've just... I've, this is all ours over tip. I'm going to carry on. We don't know where we are, but anyway. Villagers blamed... Oh, I like this. Villagers blamed manifestations upon Tommy King, an 18th century farmer who had committed suicide. Poor old Tommy King. Tommy King was desperately depressed and killed himself. And now he's being fucking blamed with hauntings, but not him, of sort of wild beasts. In February 1908, Clarissa Miles returned to Ho Benham to continue her painting and investigate the manifestations further. Passing a spot known as Tommy King's Well, I'm guessing Tommy dived down the well, 
she oh she that's just my guess she sensed an evil spirit trailing them a deadly malice and hate in the air oh on another night she and two artists all heard an unearthly scream that ended in a moan venturing back to the well under bright moonlight miss miles attempted contacting the entity by automatic writing her handwriting the words i am in hell pray for me twice wow. over oh I don't oh. know if I trust automatic writing as a way to communicate with ghosts, huh? Brian, how dare you? Are you are you suggesting that Clarissa Miles was not transcribing the words of the undead? No, no I've, got, I've got to be honest. Yeah, I don't don't trust yeah, it. I don't trust it. Poor old Tommy. Well, if it is Tommy who's dove into that well, it would seem pretty hellish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Actually, good good little transition there to mm-hmm. uh, speaking of things, means of communicating with ghosts. Yeah, I've got mm-hmm. uh, some ghost hunting equipment for us to take a look at. Oh, they got some new stuff. We got some new stuff on there. Take a We've goosey gander. A nice pair cool. of uh, of dowsing rods for only oh. nineteen ninety nine on the look ghost hunters those. equipment. And let me tell website. you, these rods. These rods are absolute beauties. They are beautiful handmade dowsing rods yeah. with white skulls and black beads. Uh, I the have tips never have, seen a dowsing rod caps. like it. <laughs> I, yeah. I haven't either. Let's take a look. Look at these little beads, little skull beads and just normal Tip. beads. Tips have safety um, caps. Just tips. in case you should be dowsing near any small children. Yeah. And I mean, it kind of makes sense. You're going to be dowsing. It might be uh, dimly lit mm-hmm. areas. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be poking yourself or anyone else with these. No. Personally, um, when it comes to dowsing, I am looking at uh, a couple of twigs. I personally mm-hmm. like to see a dowser with sticks. That's just my own personal preference. Um, maybe a hazel stick. I like it when they have they have the two pro- like the two prongs. So you have a prong in each hand, and it they come together into one point. I oh, like that type right. of dowser. Oh, it's up. They fall, you know, oh, oh, it's here. The water's here. That's my, that's it's just like, my own personal preference of a dowser. Like in the shape of like a, almost yeah. like a wishbone, right? Yes. Ex- that's exactly the shape I'm looking for yeah. in a dowser. Yeah. But that's just me. I'm, I'm old school, Brian. You know, when yeah. it comes to dowsing, I like to see a dowser using a twig. But anyway, let's. These newfangled beads. Oh, listen, I'm open to them, but it's just personal preference, you know. Yeah. But these, these beads are quite something. Anyway, sorry, I interrupted you. Oh no no no! I think I think that's a valid point. These are these yeah. are definitely more new age uh, dowsing mm, rods. We'll mm, say, mm, mm. Um, dows. <laughs> this is this is a good sentence. I'm just gonna yeah, read it yeah. verbatim. Dowsing yeah. have been around for centuries as a tool to coordinate your energy with the energies around us and receive information to various questions. <laughs> wow, that is Listen, a Brian. doozy of a sentence, Bryson. Brian, dowsing have been around for centuries. I don't care what dowsing anybody says. Dowsing have been around it, it, for centuries. It have. It have. It have. Um, and various uh, questions. Brian, there's been various questions asked over dowsing. So mm-hmm. what's your problem with that sentence? You know, around us and receive information to various questions. Yeah. I don't see what the problem is there. You know, I've got various questions for dowsing. I've got various questions. Yeah. Yeah. My questions are varied. Very um, varied. Typical use has been to find underground water sources, lost objects, treasures, and spirits. 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 I've never thought of asking. I've never, I don't, you don't usually associate dowsing with lost spirits. I think the beads help. 
Yes. It's you put Skulls. the beat on it so then the dowsing rod knows beads. what it's looking for. It, yeah. it gets the exactly. vibe. Exactly. It gets, it gets the, the vibe. vibe. Yeah. Yep. Because yep, um, yep, yep, yep. otherwise it's not gonna know what you're looking for. Mm. Mm. Um unless you exclaim it as well. Mm. Um dowsing rods are often used by ghost hunting groups to find the most active areas of a location mm. and to receive responses from spirits. So this mm-hmm. is sort of like the the um the rough focus, we'll call it, like on a microscope, where yes. you're just you're trying to find the the, the rough area you want to be yep. in yep. before you get exactly. you know down to the into the nitty gritty with your before EMF you get out of brass tacks exactly yeah. exactly <laughs> you want yeah. to use the brass rods yeah to, to, so you could get down to brass tacks so you just get out of brass tacks um, now I like it when people are dowsing and obviously I like it when the dowsing sticks come together to form an X. Mm-hmm. But my favorite, my favorite when people are dowsing is not when it comes. So when they go apart. I like it when they go apart, Brian. <laughs> that's what that, I like. That's exciting. Dowsing. That part. That's is the exciting, exciting part. Of, people, some most people get excited by by the coming together on the cross. Not me. Mm-hmm. I like when they go apart. Oh, oh, like a couple like like a couple of can can dancers' legs when they jump on top of a piano. Oh, legs are apart. That's not why I like it though. That makes it sound sexual, Brian. It's not okay. There's nothing. I was just trying to illustrate dowsing. a point. Nothing. Could be further from the truth, but I just like it. Well, they've gone apart, gone oh. away from each other. That's my favorite. I mean, that's really the only two motions of dowsing, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's only together or apart, which I presume is yes, no. I don't know. I think so. It's yes, like, no. I think it's like a hot, cold type thing. Yeah. It's yeah. like, yes, no, yes, no. Yeah. And I think so. You like no. I like no. Okay. It's just the action of it. It seems, it seems somehow. I don't know. A There's not more. a whole lot of action in dowsing, no. so that's a, that's probably the most excitement you're going to get. So that, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Even, I like to see. To know. I I like to see footage of a dowser when they're just walking around and gently muttering to themselves. Oh, that's a big. I think that's a a very important aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of yeah. dowsing, I love love to see that in a dowser. Yeah, I don't like showy dowsing. I like mm-hmm. just workman like dowsing. Yeah, Muttered really just, brass rods. Just, yeah. Uh, dowsing. Oh, it's here. Water. Oh, there it is. There's the. There's where you're gonna build your well, Brian. It's here. Right here. Yonder. Right here. Yeah. Um, they're thirteen by five inches. That seems uh, a good length. The rods made of brass. Yeah. Uh, and the handle and safety caps are made of plastic. And these are handmade here in the United States, and you can get them for just. 1999. 1999. Look at that. That seems that seems a snip to me. A yeah. Snip. Now, um, sadly, there are no customer reviews yet. No customer reviews yet, which is a bit of a bummer. However, yeah. In looking for these, I also found these, um, which if you would like to, if you like to match, yeah. you can also for just 9.99 get a skull bracelet. Look at this. This. Oh. This is really something. Skull bracelet, locally handmade in Bunel. Yeah. Yep. Fits most wrists. Fits most wrists. Most. <laughs> not all, but most. Fits most wrists. So oh, if you want to be dowsing, you can get this yep. little bracelet. It's $9.99 is one of the cheapest things on the website. It's really going to make your dowsing rods pop if you yep. wear this while you're, you're handling them. You're going to look, look like that. a real dowser. You look like a real dowser. Nobody... Nobody is going to question your dowsing. No. With this bad boy on your wrist. Look at that. 
Imagine that. Just ten, just nine ninety nine, Brian. Nine ninety nine. I think it might be. Aside from the batteries, the cheapest thing. The batteries are dollar forty nine. You can get you can get some energizer batteries on the ghost really? hunting website for a dollar forty nine. I need to start buying my batteries from ghost hunters yeah. equipment. <laughs> that's, um, this is yeah, quite I do something. too. It's, that's a deal. That's, that's a, a, deal. a snatch. I've been buying them from Amazon all these years, but I should have been getting them from Ghost Hunters Equipment. Yeah. Well, Brian, I think we've all learned something here. Get your dowsing rods from Ghost Hunters Equipment and nobody will ever question you again. It's true. It's a great piece yeah. of equipment. I think yeah. eventually we're going to run out of pieces of equipment then I'm going to have to look some more stuff up. But I think this, but Brian, is, a find. this Brian, is a find. Because, but think about it, right? The last time... Well, okay, last week we dipped into... Last week? Did we dip in last week or a couple of weeks ago? I don't remember when we last dipped in. When did we last dip in? I'm losing my mind. A couple of weeks I ago, like. I think. A couple of weeks ago, it's right? It's been a bit. But it was a bit. But that was a new product. Mm-hmm. This is a new product. Brian, products are going to keep flooding They're into this website. In. They're just flowing in. We just need to give it enough time between visits to the site. There's going to be new stuff, Brian. Because the paranormal... Brian, paranormal's not going anywhere. It's not going. Yeah, that's true. It's it's not going anywhere. And science is always progressing. So somebody will no doubt invent a newer, higher quality amplifier that they can glue lights to on a wah-wah pedal. <laughs> that for some reason is going to make you able to interact with ghosts. Imagine just in a couple of years, just think to yourself, someone might make a better dowsing rod. They've been around for hundreds of years, but that doesn't mean they can't be made better. No. There's always room for improvement. Like, so, I'm seeing a gap in that they've only got one dowsing rod. Mm-hmm. They should be having fine, like, wooden dowsing rods. They could do that. Like, maybe one that's been sort of been washed up on a beach and has been maybe mm. lacquered, has maybe been sanded down. I don't know. Sandalwood. Sandalwood Sandal, dowsing rods. You could rod. do scented dowsing rods, Brian. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking maybe we should branch out into our own range of dowsing rods that we could pitch to Ghost Hunters equipment. Or maybe, you even I don't know. people pick out different beads. Yeah. Imagine that. You could have a skull bead. You can have a, a peace sign you bead. You could have the you little could, evil eye bead. You could have the evil eye bead. You could spell a demon out your name. Bead. Demon yeah. bead. Demon bead. It's, all, it's, it's endless. Pig bead. Pig bead comes full circle back to the pigs. You could douse for any pig spiritual pig activity. And when you think about it, pigs are kind of like the dowsing rods of the animal kingdom. They're they always finding truffles and stuff. That's like dowsing, right? They're finding truffles. They've got a curly tail, which is sometimes could be mistaken for a dowsing rod. I don't know. I'm spitballing here, Brian. They're made of brass. Um, yeah. They're dowsing. They're certainly dowsing for truffles. That's irrefutable. Yeah. But you know that the problem with truffling, dowsing for truffles with a pig, Brian, if you're not quick enough, that pig's going to eat that truffle. Fuck. It's a problem. That's why some experts say it's better to truffle, douse for truffles with a dog. Wow. The Never dogs will sniff point. it. Dogs will sniff it, but they won't eat it. They're not interested mm. in a truffle. A pig is like, fucking yes. <laughs> yeah. You've got to be quick with a pig can damage the truffle because as soon as that pig finds it it's scrabbling it's trying to eat it oh get that in my mouth before he takes it from me oh fuck that was mine that fucking mine it's my truffle and fair play it really is brian i don't like truffles there i've said it 
I, to be honest, I've only <clears throat> had like truffle oil on stuff. I don't think I've had a truffle, just a truffle. I've had, I've had truffle chocolate once. It was god awful. I think I've had truffle chocolate. I think I like. Ooh, I thought a chocolate a truffle is just a chocolate that's shaped like a truffle. It's shaped like a truffle. No, I had some fine artisanal. Mm. A good friend of ours, Mr. Rai Rai Rumundi, once gave me a piece, very kindly, a piece of very expensive. I feel like it was like, what's it called? Mast Brothers chocolate, or like one of these mm. jazzy chocolates. It had real bits of truffle in it. Come on, Brian, it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it was bloody horrible. Fuck. Yeah, I don't Not think good. I've ever... I think I'm a, maybe I've had some... I've had truffle fries, like fries with truffle oil on them. Which I've good. had them, and it just it just doesn't do it for me. Mm. It doesn't do it for me. Mm. Just Fair not play. my bag. All these millionaires. Just save your money, guys. Save it. I think we've, we've, we're at roughly an hour. We've covered pigs, demons, truffles, dowsing rods. Dowsing rods, Brian. And I, we're going to end on this. I remembered my ghost incident, Brian. There has been a Hell ghostly yeah. incident. Brian and the listeners, this week, my head was haunted by a ghost cap. I have literally been haunted by a ghost cap, Brian. Brian, I thought I was wearing a cap. I felt Mm -hmm. like I was wearing a cap. I didn't remember putting the cap on, but I felt around the head a cap. Brian, I put my hand to my head. There was no cap there. I wasn't wearing a cap, Brian. I was haunted by a did cap. It, did you feel there and then there was like the indent of a hat as if there would be a hat there? Well, I've got a very knobbly head anyway, Brian, that oh, okay. most of the time feels like it's had a hat there at the best of times. And also my hair lends itself. But for the purposes of this pod, I'm going to say yes. Yes. I did. I did. There was an indentation of a cap there. But I certainly felt the presence of a cap on my head, Brian. I don't know what had happened to this cap. Hmm. I don't know what happened to in our house to this cap. I don't know why it's there. But Brian, my head was haunted by a cap this week. Was it a, was it a, a particular hat you had in mind, or was it was it just a general? You don't even know. It was what a it general looks like. baseball cap. I would say from the brand New Era would just be my. Mm. Oh, I feel like it's a New Era cap. Oh. And not a snapback. I feel like one of those those mm. fitted caps that the real ball players wear, Brian. Oh yeah, the big time. Yeah, that's what never, I feel. Never had one of those. Not into them. Ooh, I like the snapback. I've, I've got one, Brian. I've got a New York Mets cap. It's a fitted cap. <laughs> Somebody stole my fitted New York Mets cap, Brian. Can you believe this? There was a terrible incident where. I left the car door open and I forgot that I had left it in our driveway mm-hmm. and some hoodlum rummaged through our car looking for some fun things and all they took what? were my, sun, my sunglasses and my cap. Can it's you believe lame. that, Brian? Can it you sucks. believe that? That is an insult to both me and the New York Mets. I don't know why, oh. but it is. Now there's some some thief out there wearing, wearing a Mets hat misrepre- Mets. Rep- ugh, misrepresenting their brand. Nightmare. Absolute nightmare. Nightmare. Anyway, so... Anywho. Something to think about. Ghosts. Pigs. I'm sorry if I've upset anybody with that 
chilling tale of a haunted head. <laughs> but I'm know. upset because I'm going to be thinking about it for the rest mm. of the day. And gonna, I'm going to be worried that there's going to be a hat on my head. Yeah, could happen. I didn't even know that was a thing, but there you go. It is. Believe. The Phantom Cap. <sighs> the Phantom Feathered Cap. <laughs> oh, no. And that's it for the Feathered Cap. We'll catch you back next week on the Barrow in the the, the Barrow Downs with Tom the ba- Bombadil. The Barrow Downs. <laughs> I don't know if he spoke like that. Anyway, something to think about. I think he okay? might. I think he probably did. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to sign off. It's goodbye from me and the, the rest of the team at the Feathered Cap. Goodbye.